Welcome to Friends in Fiction, five best-selling authors and the stories. Novelists Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, Patty Callahan Henry, and Mary Alice Monroe are five longtime friends with more than 80 published books to their credit. In 2020, they created Friends in Fiction to provide author interviews and fascinating insider talk about publishing and writing, and to highlight independent bookstores. These friends discuss the books they've written, the books they're reading now, and the art of storytelling. If you love books and you're curious about the writing world, you're in the right place. Friends in Fiction is sponsored by Mama Geraldine's Bodacious Foods, the company that makes Mama Geraldine's cheese straws, which come in six varieties and are the best-selling cheese straws in the United States. Founded by former radio executive Kathy Cunningham and named for her mother, they have melt-in-your-mouth cookies too, delicious treats, and a woman-owned empire. Now that is something that Friends in Fiction can really get behind. Try them. You'll be so glad you did. Get 20% off on your online order at mamageraldines.com with the code FAB5. Snack on, y'all. We'd also like to thank our other sponsor, Page One Books, who offer a book subscription package that we love. They hand-select books for you each month based on your preferences and their book knowledge. And because the reads are being chosen by actual independent booksellers, you know you're more than just an algorithm. The subscription package, which can run 3, 6, or 12 months, is a perfect gift for a book lover, even if that book lover is you. Page One Books, the personal touch of an indie bookstore with the delight and surprise of an online subscription service, curated just for you. First-time subscribers get 10% off with the code FAB5 at pageonebooks.com. Welcome to the Friends in Fiction podcast, the partner podcast to our Wednesday night Facebook Live and YouTube Live webcast. I'm Christy Woodson-Harvey, and I'm going to be your host. Today, we are welcoming Bookstagrammers extraordinaire Megan Briggs of Megan's Book Club and Uplet Reads and Stephanie Gray of the Book Lover Book Club and Porter Co. Bookshop to discuss how they use their very successful platforms to pivot into something new. So I cannot wait to hear a little bit about their journeys. Hi, ladies. Thanks for joining us. Hi. I'm so glad to see you guys. I know everybody else can't see you. They can just hear you. But I get to see you. So it's great. Okay. So just to get started, Megan, can you tell us a little bit about your journey into the bookstagram world and how that evolved for you? Sure. So it's kind of probably a more non-traditional way of joining the bookstagram community because I had created a separate Instagram account like a year before I even knew Bookstagram was a thing. I just would post on my private account where I would post about our kids and our family and our life. And I, it was pretty clear that nobody cared about what I was reading. They wanted to know about our family. And so I just created this separate account. I took pretty basic pictures of just the book and a quick review. And then it was about a year later when my friend just kind of asked me, she's like, you keep reading 
you know, you're posting reviews a few times a week. Is there like a community on Instagram <laughs> for book people? And so I started to style my pictures better and I was using hashtags and I found a few bigger accounts that I was like, oh, there's like a whole life on here that I knew nothing about. And it kind of made me laugh just thinking, what else is on Instagram that nobody else knows about, you know? And so, <laughs> so anyway, but it was just, it's been very fun. So I've been, I guess, an active participant on Bookstagram for over two years now. And um, it's just one of those places that's very unique. And I've created such meaningful relationships. I mean, that's how I connected with you, Christy. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, think the world of you. And I've been able to connect with other authors, which has been great. And anyway, I mean, there's always something, you know, kind of like going on in the bookstagram world that, you know, drives me nuts, or it's a little <laughs> bit like people overreact. And I mean, it's just there's drama within it, <laughs> which, which we've talked about like, before. <laughs> we've, yeah, so we've talked about it. So it's just but anyway, so I mean, I, I love bookstagram and I'm so glad that my hobby has turned into something that I never even expected could be like this. So anyway, oh that's gosh. my my little story. Of I love it. I love it. Well, and I, I think the coolest thing about bookstagram, too, I mean, I met both you, Megan and you, Stephanie on Instagram. And I mean, I feel like you guys are my friends. And Megan, I have not gotten to meet you in real life yet because of the pandemic, I guess, but um, hopefully one day soon. But I have gotten to meet Stephanie a lot of times in real life, which has been so, so fun. Um, so Stephanie, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started on Bookstagram? Yeah. So um, I actually kind of got started in a non-traditional way like Megan did. I was just posting books that I was reading on my family's page. And when I had my first son, I kind of was trying to find a creative outlet. And so I started, you know, posting curated photos of books that I was reading. And Simon and Schuster actually found um, my bookstagram page. And they were the first ones to kind of reach out and be like, hey, can we send you a book? And I'm like, what? A, a free book? Yes, please just give me all the free books. And so that's kind Always. of how it like happened for me, you know, a very non-traditional way of starting to post pictures of books that I was reading. And then, like Megan said, I kind of found this community by happenstance, really. And now it's kind of grown into this, you know, four years later and all of the magic that's come with it. It's been, it's been amazing. It's been a really fun journey so far. Oh, well, that's incredible. And I know that I speak for a lot of authors out there when I say thank you guys for creating these amazing, beautiful platforms that, you know, have been so helpful for us as authors, especially, I mean, during the pandemic, I mean, I, you know, launched a book last April and we were all stuck at home and canceled a book tour as so many of, you know, I know all the other friends of fiction authors did and so many other authors out there. And here we are kind of going round two of launching books in a pandemic. And if we didn't have, you know, influencers who write about our books, I don't know what we would do because we wouldn't be able to get them out there. So it's a huge gift. So thank you on behalf of all of us. <laughs> and so 
I, I love how both of you have really taken your platform and not only used it to help authors, but also to transition into something new. And so Megan, for you, um, you know, you and, and Ashley Hayes have joined together and created the amazing Uplet Reads. So can you tell us a little about Uplet? And then also, like, how do you think that your platform helped with the creation of that? So it's funny how Uplet just happened anyway. So my business partner, Ashley, she approached me like this time last year, maybe just after the pandemic and everything shut down. And she's been working with authors for years. And so she has such an expertise in that area. And she just reached out and, you know, asked the question, you know, what, what is bookstagram? You know, authors don't really understand it. They don't know how to get involved. Like, where do people, you know, get these, this community, these relationships. And so we, that initial phone call was like over two hours long. And I just kind of expressed, you know, on my side of working with publishers and other PR companies and just, you know, working on campaigns that maybe I wasn't totally satisfied with and just, feeling a little bit used and abused, that might sound a little too intense because it's about books, but, (laughs) but just that, you know, I would, I would spend the time reading and then posting and then engaging and growing. And I mean, it just takes, it takes a lot of time. And so, um, so one of the things that really has meant a lot to me and Ashley, when we've done uplit reads and our campaigns is making sure that the right book goes into the right hands because I've just kind of found and she's found on the author side that a lot of the negative reviews that authors get are just books that weren't supposed to go to that person. Right. Yeah. It's the worst when you, as an author, when you get a review that's bad and the, and the reviewer is like, I absolutely hate women's fiction. And you're like, don't read it. Well, thank you to whoever (laughs) sent that book. Yeah. That's fantastic. And and I'm sure Stephanie can say too, like bookstagrammers want to read what they want to read, but they also have this kind of responsibility that, you know, Penguin sends them a book and they feel this responsibility to read it and review it, even though it might not be within their wheelhouse of books that they read. So anyway, Uplit's been amazing. And I think what we're doing is really championing both sides that, you know, we're supporting the author and making sure that we check every single box for them when we do campaigns. And then on the other side, we make sure that we're nurturing these relationships with the bookstagrammers, that they are heard and valued, and that they mean something in this whole grand scheme of the bookstagram world. And I think it's been great. I mean, at least on my side of what I'm seeing, I'm like, wow, this is, (laughs) been better than I ever could have imagined. So no, it's great. And I think as authors too, you know, sometimes like I know I have a lot of personal relationships like with you guys and other people, but when you're getting to that like pre-pub time, you're so scattered and you're so all over the place that if you don't have someone to help, like things are falling through the cracks and you just can't help it because it's just you, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you don't know like who your publisher's sending to or what they're doing. So I love the idea of you know, kind of that connection between like having someone that's helping with that relationship between the author and the bookstagrammer. So they know like how much they're appreciated and all of those things. 
Well, now, Stephanie, for you, I know that having a bookshop is something that was a bit of a dream for you that you had thought about for a long time. And I remember very well when you started Porter Co. Bookshop. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about your bookshop and also about how you think your Instagram platform helped you to transition into that? Yeah, sure. So when I first started posting books and finishing reading the books that I was posting about, I was like, oh God, well, what am I going to do with all of these books that I have, you know, just laying around the house. And so I thought to come on to Instagram and sell four or five books. And then it kind of just grew over the last four years of me sourcing large amounts of books and solely selling them on Instagram. And now I'm in a storefront at the beach in Inlet Blue here in my hometown. I have started not only selling used books that I find in source, I'm starting to work with authors and sell their brand new books that are coming out. So it's that has been super exciting. And then I started Book Porter, which is my book sleeve line. So I sell that's that's really grown. You know, I started the book sleeve line at the beginning of the pandemic and somehow during a pandemic book sleeve line has just blown up and it's it's been so amazing and so now it's kind of just grown and grown and grown and it's like it's almost like the sky's the limit for it I love it now, I remember going on the day of your launch and I had these like certain patterns that I like really wanted and it was like 9 a.m I mean it wasn't like it was five in the afternoon and I was like going through and you had listed all of them on Instagram and it was like every pattern I wanted was already sold out. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) This is amazing. I remember the very first collection, it sold out in three minutes, which there, there were so many book sleeves. And in the beginning I was like, I have no idea if this is going to work. I have put thousands of dollars into this launch. And I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work or not. And When everything sold out in those first three minutes, I was like, oh my God, this is insane. And then now, you know, I'm coming up on a year of having Book Porter. We've sold thousands of book sleeves. So, I mean, it is, it's been incredible. It's, it's, and really, honestly, I could not do it. I don't think without my platform that I had on my Bookstagram account, because I had, I had so many friends that I had grown through that relationship and they helped me spread the word, you know, like they, they helped me kind of grow this. So it's been like a group collaborative effort. Basically, I could not have done it by myself. (laughs) Yeah, you both definitely have really great and loyal followers. And I love when I'll do like, you know, pre-order your signed copy and get a free gift kind of thing. And I start getting all these emails and receipts coming in from your books shop. So I love that. I've been able to sell all of your books so far. And (laughs) now we're about to sell a new novel this year. I, I mean, it's just been so amazing. And I feel like every single, you know, new author that I get every new book that I'm able to sell in the shop, it's just, it's a dream come true. It really is. Oh, I love that. Well, it's, it's amazing. And I'm just, I think it's so cool what both of y'all have done. And, you know, we, we look at 
some of these things that we do and we think, are they worth our time or what are they leaning into? And I feel like there've been so many things that I've done in my life, sort of like y'all, where I sort of accidentally stumbled into something. But if I hadn't stumbled into that, it wouldn't have led me to something else that ended up being really great and cool and kind of changing everything. Okay. So I know, you know, this is something I don't want to say common, but let's say you're doing something common uncommonly well. And what I mean by that is there are so many, many people out there that are trying to do what you're doing, but maybe aren't having the success that you are and are thinking, ah, like, why is this not working for me? Why am I not having success with this? So um, Stephanie, do you have any advice that you would give people who are trying to start out on Bookstagram and trying to you know, create an influential account, but aren't having a lot of luck or success? Maybe success is a better word. <laughs> you know, for me, I feel like I didn't focus on the number of followers that I was getting. I didn't focus on how often I was posting. I have, especially over the last year being at home a lot and focusing on me, I have really tried to, number one, say no to things that I did not want to post about. And I think Megan really touched on this. Us Instagrammers feeling like we have to say yes to every single email Mm -hmm. that we get. Mm -hmm. Having to say yes to every single message from an author that messages us and says, Hey, will you post about my book? I have tried to keep my Instagram feed solely for me and posting about things that I love posting about things that make me happy. Um, you'll see a lot of my kids recently. And I mean, that has nothing really to do with books, but it's for me. And a lot of people relate to that. You know, I think the more real you are with your Instagram, and, you know, the, the more real you are with your posts and all of that, I feel like that is relatable to people and that's what people want to see. So I think that's one of the things that have been good for me, at least. I love that. That's really great advice. Megan, what about you? Do you have any advice for people trying to get started? I think a lot of my thoughts are the same as Stephanie's. I think a lot of the roadblocks that people experience when they are trying to, you know, reach this success is that they're thinking too much about the success that they lose the value of just being present and in things that are an authentic growth can be slow. I mean, that's not an absolute for everyone, but you know, I, I look at some accounts on bookstagram and I'm like, I know you just bought that like thousands of followers and it, it's like pretty obvious when that happens. And at least for me, I've been a very steady growth slow. I mean, in my eyes, I'm like, I feel like I've accomplished all of the things, but you know, I've had accounts that have been lower than me. And now they're like three or four times my size in the last year. And I'm like, I don't know how all of that works because I've never really thought about the numbers that I have. I mean, obviously I think everybody wants to see the reflection of the time that they're putting in that, that reflects in the numbers game 
I think that's just like human nature to want that when you're putting in so much time. But I really value the relationships that I have with my followers. And, you know, like Stephanie, I talk about real life and, you know, just struggles that I have. I don't post about my kids online or like in our posts, but I mean, everybody's very much aware that I just happened to fall upon homeschooling my four kids this last year. And, you know, mental health wise has not been a good year for me because of that. And when I'm showing this kind of human side of me outside of, you know, the pretty pictures, that's what creates connection. And that's what creates commitment to each other and wanting just the best for everybody. And so I think there's no right way to approach bookstagram. And I just definitely know that when you're only thinking about the number of likes, the number of followers, and you just leave out this amazing part of the people who are behind it and that they they're following you for a reason. I mean, they can unfollow you very quickly. And, you know, what are you, what, what's keeping them around? You know, is it just the pretty picture or is it because they connect with you over, you know, the bookshop thing, or are they connecting you because you just had a new baby or, you know, things like that. So that for me, I just, it like, I've like cried over, how much I love these people who follow me and spend the time to, you know, comment and interact. It just, to me, it's invaluable at this point that, you know, where, where Mm -hmm. would I be if I didn't have these people in my life, you know, and vice versa. So. Oh my gosh. No, that's so true. I feel the same way. And like, sometimes I'll just be so overwhelmed with this like gratitude for the people that just like show up, you know, to like your page. This is kind of for both of you guys, but And it's like short, but are you ever shocked at, like, sometimes I'll put a post up and I'll be like, this is going to rock it. Like people are going to die for this. It's going to get like the most likes I've ever had. And it's like, (laughs) like total bust. And then sometimes I'll put something up and I'll be like, well, that's not going to go well. And then it like explodes. So I will just say that my most liked photo on my Instagram feed is my photo of Lincoln when he was born. It has nothing to do with books. It's like, <laughs> wait, you guys follow me for all the book love and you guys just adore the child. Mm-hmm. Like you guys don't mm-hmm. like my book pictures. You like the book, the photos of the kids. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard not to like a baby I picture. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, they all followed me throughout my pregnancy. And so I think when they finally got to put a face to him, that was really exciting. But I just thought that that was kind of funny. And then like you go and you work so hard to like curate this amazing photo and you take a hundred photos and you, you use up all the memory on your phone for that one photo. And then nobody no one likes, likes it. it. Nobody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The struggle is real. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. It's crazy. All right. So Stephanie, do you have any future dreams or plans that you would like to share with us? Like what's next for you? I have been working on a book. Yay! I didn't know if we were talking about it, but I'm excited. And it's been it's been a very long journey and there's still many, many months 
maybe a year left to go. I'm, I'm not naive to think that it's, you know, it, it's not going to happen for me tomorrow, but it, I am working on a book. I've got lots of writing and editing to do, but I have my foundation for it and I have a lot of work put into it. So, I mean, I'm very hopeful. Yeah, that's what I've got going for me. I really hope to um, expand the bookshop and do new items this year. Like we're working on a tote bag. So I'm really excited for that. That's awesome. Megan, what about you? I was thinking about this a lot because I feel like my dream has always been to make a living off of bookstagram. So I don't know about Stephanie, but when I started mine, I was like, how can I hustle this? Like what? (laughs) The free books are really nice, but the novelty wears off pretty fast because you can only read so much at a time. And anyway, but I've always been like, where's the money in this business? And what do I value? What do I want to see do better? And so with Uplit, I feel like I've already kind of like the dream has been fulfilled, but building on that with the pandemic and everything, I haven't been able to meet any of these authors in real life that we've worked with and, you know, help them with like their their author events. And that's definitely a dream of mine of just let's like go out for lunch and (laughs) fly to wherever and meet, you know, just having book events. I'm just like kind of dying for that type of interaction again. No, I am too. And the funny thing is my tour was mostly canceled. So under the Southern sky comes out April 20th. Like you'll, I can't even remember. I'm like, it's book seven. What day does it come out? What month is it now? I, you know, I had this like six week book tour planned and of course most of it's canceled, but there were several events where the coordinators were like, you know, we have a, we have a crowd that's like probably going to have already been vaccinated. They really want you to come. Like, would you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so Litchfield books is my very first event on the calendar. I haven't even announced my tour dates yet. And they called me like three days ago and we're like, well, that was a good idea. Cause we're already sold out. That's awesome. <laughs> People are just dying to do something. I know. You know, they just want to go somewhere. Um, so I totally understand that. Okay, so I can't let you guys get away without talking about what you're looking forward to reading next. So, Megan, do you want to start us? Sure. So my most, I mean, obviously, your book. I've obviously. I mean, yeah. let's, it's, I've like had it on my nightstand. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just have not been reading as much as I have. And I need to just like, put my I need to like, focus. It's really hard. It's really, really hard to get through. And that's one of the Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the best things about friends and fiction, like all the reading, but it's also been because I think it's kind of like gotten me motivated again and like back in my groove. But it it, it's been a weird time. Yeah, yeah. But my most like the one that I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited is actually Emily Henry's book, The People We Meet on Vacation. I just like love summer reading so much. And I am not going to say how I felt about her last book, that, but this one, I'm like, my expectations are, are, I just like feel it kind of like kicking up a bit. And so I'm like, 
I just, I'm ready for it, but hopefully I'll be at like a pool or like at the splash pad or something. Like I'm like, can I be outside in the sun and reading it? So we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Stephanie, what about you? Okay. So I was actually thinking about this and I was like, okay, what, obviously Christy, your book, everyone is going to have it in their hands this summer. This is why I had Joel on, just so you had to say that. (laughs) But, um, so there are three books that I'm so excited about this year. Number one, The Maidens by Mike Michalides. I don't know. I'm butchering his last name. He's from Greece, so I have no idea how to say that. I love The Silent Patient so much. I am so excited about his book. The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. I am so excited for him. Number one, he is such a kind and awesome person. And I loved Lily and the Octopus. I love the editor. Like, his writing is so beautiful. I'm so excited for that book. And then also, um, Tracy Garvis Graves' book, Heard It in a Love Song. I mm-hmm. am thrilled about her book coming out. I love The Girl He Used to Know. And I just love her writing. So I'm excited for her. Love it. Okay. So funnily enough, when I was doing an interview with Megan and Ashley for Uplit Reads, they did a lightning round. And I was actually talking to Ashley (laughs) the other day and she was like, well, you need to do a lightning round in this podcast, obviously. So we're going to have a lightning round. So what I'm thinking is, Stephanie, why don't we start with you and we'll go through all your answers and then Megan will do yours. How's that sound? Let's do it. Okay. Kindle or ebook? Kindle or ebook? Kindle or paperback? Paperback. Gotta <laughs> hold the physical book. I have never said yes to an ebook. I don't blurb ebooks. Like I can't do it. I don't have an e-reader. I don't want to be on screens any more than I already am. I'm making this lightning round not lightning. Okay. I'm obviously not good at this. Okay. Audible or Netflix? Netflix. Favorite book to screen adaptation. Oh my God. But, uh, Big Little Lies. Come on. Romance or mystery? Romance. Contemporary or historical? Contemporary. Tea or coffee? Oh God, both. <laughs> Favorite Christy Woodson Harvey book? Uh, <laughs> you know, slightly south of simple. Just, just hooked me to you. I'm shameless. <laughs> Okay, Megan, your turn. Kindle or paperback? Or I mean, or hardback. Physical book, book, for sure. Okay. Audible or Netflix? Netflix. Favorite book to screen adaptation? Okay, wait. I just have to say, that surprises me about you because you are a bit, which you do, you do library. Audible? I mean, um, who, me? Audiobooks? Yeah. I, well... I wouldn't, I love, I really do love audiobooks. Okay. But I don't do Audible. But you love, love Netflix. Right, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Then okay. yeah, audiobook. But I don't, yeah, I don't do Audible. I but do, you don't do Audible. I do Libro okay. FM, yeah. Libro FM. Okay. That would have what, been a better way to say yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Favorite book to screen? Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh, Gosh, I just so watched good. it for the second time randomly with my husband last. It was like our Friday night date. And we both just like cackle the whole time. It's so, so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Romance or mystery? Mystery. Contemporary or historical? 
Contemporary. Tea or coffee? I'm going to say neither and Coke Zero. <laughs> okay. There you go. We'll, we'll, the judges will allow it. Okay, okay. Okay. And most important, favorite Christy Woodson Harvey book. Okay. I feel like your last one, and I'm blanking on the title. What was what Feels was, Like Falling? I love a good, strong woman dating a younger man. Wow. I like, I was digging that storyline. So I, but Petrie Bluff for sure. I mean, I just, all of them. Can I say D all the above? Um, Can I just say, I cannot wait for Petrie Bluff to come back for Christmas because I know I'm dying. And so is the rest of the world. Y'all, I um, am editing it right now. I'll have to say two things about it. One, I'm editing right now and it's the most fun. Like I'm having the best time doing it. It's so easy. I'm like thrilled. Well, I'm pretty excited. And I will have to say that um, I was on the fence. Like I was really nervous about doing this Christmas book and my, my publisher was kind of on the fence and then they were like, yeah, you should do it. It'll be great. And I announced it and it is like far and away my most popular posts ever of my life, like (laughs) ever. And I remember sitting at them and they were like, okay, this was a good call. Good call. Good call. (laughs) But anyway, um, we all are amazing. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming. Stephanie, can you please tell all of our listeners where they can find you? You can find me on Instagram at Porter Company Bookshop or on Inlet Blues Instagram as well. If you are local to North Carolina, you can come stop by and see me at the beach shop anytime. Megan, what about you? You can find me at Megan's Book Club on Instagram. And you can also find me on Uplit Reads where we do the book campaigns. Y'all are amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, I hope that you both have a really great day. It was so, so fun. I know. Can um, we talk again? I being with y'all. Yes, <laughs> let's do it again. Let's do it again all the time. We should have so just fun. like a monthly check-in. I would love guys. it. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of you listening out there, thank you so much for joining me as I had this amazing discussion with Megan and Stephanie. And we hope that you'll join us for all of our podcasts where we offer our weekly Friends and Fiction Live Facebook shows and also additional fascinating interviews about the world of books. Happy reading. Thank you for tuning in. Join us every week on Facebook or YouTube where our live show airs every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And please, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram. We're so glad you're here. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.